Hello, hello again. This is the All People's Leadership Podcast with Robert and Kendall. And this is really episode three since we have commandeered the podcast to really address how we can move forward as the people of God in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. We've had a lot of different thoughts on talking about personal application, family application. We've looked at it, how a church responds. Kendall, what's on your heart today to talk about? Well, what's on my heart today is we're a global movement. And so All Peoples Global has people on nearly every continent right now serving the Lord and trying to figure out how this affects that. And so this message is really for um, our global family across right. the world. Now, of course, if you say, well, I'm not uh, a part of that global family. I'm here in San Diego. Does this pertain to me? Absolutely. Right. The principles we're talking about. And uh, let's just say these are your family members as well that you are wanting to stand with, pray for, support, believe with. And and let's face it, today we live in a global world. Uh, If there's ever time that we are realizing what happens on the other side of the world in China, it affects us yes. uh, within moments, you know. It, and, and so I think this this message is incredibly pertinent for all of us today. We wanted a flat world, and that's what we got, right? Yeah. Everyone's connected. And so here's the context: Paul's missionary journeys. He's traveling all over the world, sharing the gospel. Starts in about Acts 27. God's revealing to him as he's trying to get to Rome that there's going to be a storm in that shipwreck. And so he's warning the people on his ship: Hey, don't go this way. Do this thing. And basically, they keep persisting, and eventually, there is a shipwreck. And so, the first thing I want to acknowledge is that even the great leaders of faith in the Bible, they faced tremendous challenges, even when they were in the center of God's will. Yeah. And um, sometimes we think, hey, if I if I just go my own way and obey God, kind of mind my own business and stay on my Christian path, that things aren't going to affect us. And Paul's life was very disrupted Absolutely. by the shipwreck and by this journey. And I want to pick up the story in the apex of this passage in Acts chapter 28, because Paul's response to this very inconvenient, dangerous situation is actually how we can respond as leaders across the globe. So it's called Paul's ministry in Malta. Malta is an island in the Mediterranean where this ship wrecked. Now when they escaped, they found an island called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because the rain was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul gathered a bunch of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. This is when life just gets unfair, right? You've already been shipwrecked. Then you're trying to build a fire after you survived the shipwreck. Kind of reminds me of that movie, Unbroken. In in the rain. In the rain. (laughs) And then you get bit by a snake, right? Okay. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man's a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea. Yet the justice will not allow him to live. Justice was actually one of their gods. Um, but he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. So Paul survives this snake bite. However, they were expecting that he would swell up and suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time, they saw no harm come to him. They changed their minds and they said he was a god. So he's gone from outlaw to now they're worshiping him. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island. So he gets brought into this situation where there's this man named Publius, a wealthy person on this island. And it happened that his father lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed and landed, laid his hands on him and healed him. 
So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came, and they were healed. They honored us in many ways, Luke writes, when we, Luke writes, and when we departed, they provided such things as were necessary. Here's what is impacting me. Paul was on a missionary journey. In our church family, we have many people that are on a missionary journey right now, and their lives are getting disrupted. So I think there's some peace here on what to do. Well, first of all, Kendall, I think it's important to say we're always seeking the Lord, mm -hmm. and we never want to be cavalier. Mm -hmm. uh, we never want to just throw caution to the wind, right? right? So mm -hmm. let's just give this example. I know we're talking to our international missionaries, but today we made the decision to cancel our big Mexico yeah. trip. We were taking over 250 right. people mm -hmm. down there, but now as we're looking at the guidelines that our president and our county and our city officials have, have prescribed for us, we're mm -hmm. saying at this time, it seems wise to cancel that. That's the God honoring thing. So uh, I think it's important to know that we are always asking God for wisdom and always uh, evaluating everything we do. Paul wasn't looking to be shipwrecked, right? Absolutely He, was, he wasn't not. just looking for an adventure. He was on this interesting assignment where he'd been commandeered and sent to Rome. And so here he is, and he finds it happening to him. A, a few things I see, you know, this mention of kindness in verse 2, I find very interesting. And Paul must have been kind to them, and, you know, they were kind back to him. And so... Well, let me say, yeah. I, I'm, I'm seeing that... How, how far kindness goes mm -hmm. right now. Because, you know, we heard about the, the people just throwing fits in Costco mm -hmm. and bickering and, right. e and even coming to blows over toilet, plate, mm -hmm. toilet paper. Uh -huh. Absolutely ridiculous. But then even the smallest thing, like I, I, I mentioned uh, episodes ago, I was in Trader Joe's, and a guy was sitting at the entrance with hand sanitizer smiling. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I thought, how thoughtful. I mean, something that small right. goes such a long Absolutely. way in a time like this. And so for, for our workers overseas, I think, first of all, show kindness to people. You know, they're going to be at visa offices. They're going to be in frustrating situations. Yes. And we're actually praying that they would have God's peace in those situations. And as they do that, here's what I believe God will do. I believe God will show them favor. Just as Paul was shown favor on Malta. Now, that doesn't mean that they might have to move or go here and there. Paul got moved around a lot, but wherever he moved, there were open doors to do ministry. And so that's what we see. And, you know, it kind of gets from bad to worse. We talked about that, the snake, you know, and then now I've got to go pray for a sick yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean think, you about, know. think about the snake, Kendall, a, a viper. Hmm. Uh, I, I've talked about snakes right. in different sermons. Mm -hmm. I, I know snakes, vipers kill you right. when, they, when they bite you. What we don't want to discount is the supernatural Absolutely. protection of God. Um, you know, uh, we try to train our overseas workers, like pray the protection of God over yourself every day. Every night when I lay down to go to sleep, I pray the cross, resurrection, and ascension and blood of Jesus over myself, over Stephanie, over our kids, and over our people. I pray that every single night. Why? Because of things like this. Yes. Because when accidents do happen or snakes do bite, we need the supernatural hand of God for this snake to be hanging on him, him to shake it off and nothing to happen. And you know what? That's a great just thought there because obviously shipwrecks are going to happen in life. We can't yes. control the coronavirus. 
But what happens is the enemy also sees those opportunities. Mm. And I think a snake coming out of a bundle of sticks to bite the Apostle Paul, that was probably after, the devil. After he survived, after, right? Yes. That was probably the devil, right? Yeah. I don't think the devil caused the storm, right? Yeah. But do I think that was, yeah, that was spiritual warfare, yeah. right? And so as we're out serving God, trying to extend the gospel in the nations, warfare comes against us. So Paul, he shakes it off. Mm. And man, that's a word for some of you guys overseas. You got to shake it off. You got to shake off the warfare that's coming against you and then learn how to pray and boldly pray and protect you and your family in the spirit. And then he continues on doing ministry. He doesn't give up. He doesn't build a little shelter on Malta. I've seen some pictures of Malta. It looks like a pretty nice place, actually. I think it would have been a good place to hang out for a while. Beautiful island. But he doesn't just kind of shore up there. He does ministry, and then God moves him on. And so there might be some ministry opportunities that come up for people that are traveling or their lives are disrupted by this this virus. Well, I, I think about this, Kendall. Um, you know, I, I have been able to be in countries and being in a country in time of crisis, many times the doors have opened up for me to meet with the head officials. Yes, like, favor. You yes. know, my story mm-hmm. of being in Sri Lanka and all of a sudden I'm in the admiral in charge of the Navy. I'm in his massive office and him asking, okay, how can I open the door for you to do what you guys do? Why? It's because we were there in time of crisis. I think about meeting uh, the Musevenis and uh, President and First Lady Musefni and in Uganda, right after the, the, LR, the LRA, who, who had just decimated the country, ravaged it, but we were there to meet needs, and all of a sudden the doors opening up and finding ourselves talking to the president and first lady of the country. When we are in, when we're, when we're Christians and we're in a place in the time of crisis, it's amazing the doors that God right. opens up with officials and leaders of countries. For us to be able to um, be there to provide a stabilizing force, to to provide a prophetic word, and to provide a loving service. Yeah, I think you know this is just a great word for those that are serving all peoples overseas and they're planting all peoples churches or church planners from other organizations. Act in kindness, mm-hmm. believe for favor. When the enemy comes against you, you got to shake it off. You got to be strong in the spirit to pray and move on from those things. Continue to look for ministry opportunities. And even if God moves you on, even if you're not able to do this or that thing, like you used to be able to, there will be an open door of favor somewhere for the gospel. Well, and, and, and let's, I think it's important to take a moment on this podcast to say for all of us that are listening that aren't currently serving overseas and finding ourselves right. in, the, in the center of a storm, even though I think right now we're all in a, mm-hmm. in a storm with the coronavirus, uh, let's remember to be praying. Let's mm-hmm. remember, Paul Paul mm-hmm. would ask people to pray for open mm-hmm. doors yes. for the proclaiming of the gospel. Um, he was teaching the church to pray for prayers and petitions to be made for all people. And so let's be praying for our workers. We're, we're part of a greater, mm-hmm. a larger movement called Antioch. Let's be praying as we see. You know, one of the important things that, that I've tried to do when I see the news Whenever news breaks in a certain country, I try to pray for the, the workers that are in that country. And, and a lot of times they're my friends right. that I'm praying for. But I, I'm actually trying to lift those people up, not just saying, oh, man, I'm so sorry that that's happening in the country. I pray for the crisis in the country. Like, we always want to turn news into intercession. 
But then let's pray for the people of God. Let's pray for the indigenous workers, the indigenous pastors and that are there. And let's pray for the missionaries that are, are serving in that area as well. I think of St. Patrick, you know, this week is St. Patrick's yes. Day. It's a day that I celebrate, not because I'm into leprechauns or wearing green, but because my life has been so impacted by studying yes. the Celtic yes. Church for 300 or 500 AD. It's been very formative for our church. And um, when we look at St. Patrick, he was a man who prayed. And I, I just wanted to read a portion of his daily prayer. Absolutely. You were saying every night you pray, the cross, resurrection, the ascension of Jesus. That is very patrician. That is very Celtic of you to do that. And he would pray a spiritual warfare prayer over his life and over his workers. And I want to pray that over our workers today um, that are serving all people's church across the world. So let's close with that as we can. So I'm just going to say this. We summon today the power of mm. God's Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit against every evil, against every cruel and merciless power that would oppose the body and soul of our workers overseas, against incantation of false prophets, against laws of pagandom, against heretics, against idolatry, against witchcraft, against every knowledge that would corrupt their bodies and souls. We pray that Christ would shield them today against poison, against burning, against drowning, against wounding, and so to them may come an abundance of reward. We say over our overseas workers today with the All People's Global Family Movement, Christ within them, Christ before them, Christ behind them, Christ in them, Christ beneath them, Christ above them, Christ on their right, Christ on their left, Christ when they lie down, sit down, Christ when they arise, Christ in the heart of every person that thinks of them, in the mouth of everyone who speaks of them, Christ in every eye that sees them and every heart that hears them. We pray, we arise today on their behalf through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and belief in their threeness and oneness in the name of the creator of creation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.